0: Your physical vehicles have very simple desires for nourishment, not nearly as complex as your your health and fitness and diet industry leads you to believe. In fact, so much of that information is is there to create confusion, understanding that if they lower your vibration and creating confusion, you may be more apt to follow their specific program. But understand that that specific program was created for an individual who aligned with it enough for it to be successful. You will need to give it complete power and fully align with it for it to be successful for you. And you all have the capacity to dial into that. But we would guide you instead of allowing yourselves to to be externally guided, to pay more attention to your own internal guidance. Understand that there is an emotional response to, to the idea of of exercise and food and anything else that you are experiencing in physical that is is learned behavior that you've created a vibration in over time, and that you can start to change that. And in the beginning, it takes a little bit of work and a little bit of intention to start to move that momentum in a different direction. But you absolutely can. We're going to talk to the stream today about health and wellness, Uh, fitness, mental health, diet, all of it. And I've invited uh, two very dear people on who know a lot about this topic, a whole lot about this topic. Believe it or not, I I know a good bit about it, even though I don't always follow it. (laughs) I'm following it more and more more lately. uh, But but certainly, I don't put myself out there as a health and fitness guru. And I think Stacy and Monica here know a lot more than I do. So they were the perfect people to come on and talk to the stream about this topic. This is a uh, a, a really deep topic for everyone because everyone uh, is is concerned about their health and their wellness and their well being and how they feel all the time. That includes mental health as well, and we're going to get deep into that with the stream. So I have with me today, uh, lead Taya coach and Taya master Stacey Clinet, Hello. and I have <laughs> and I have Taya master Monica Limbit, uh, and so these two people are both in our mastery program, and Stacy is also our lead coach in the Taya. Program and is if you don't know what Taya is, Taya is the practical application of the stream's teachings. If you don't know what the stream is, the stream is source consciousness that I channel uh, for the benefit of of others. So that's what you're getting in this this podcast. And I'm going to uh, allow them each just to kind of tell you a little bit about their own health and wellness journey and practices, and then we'll bring the stream in and hear channel guidance from the stream on all of these topics. So, Stacy, why don't we start with you?
1: Great, thanks, David. Um... I have been a health conscious individual since I was really young, Um, have always been an athlete, have always been very, very active. If it's not surfing, rollerblading, volleyball. I lived in uh, Southern California, grew up on the beach. So I was constantly riding my bike, hiking, swimming, you name it. Um, Got into skiing when I was older. Um, Got into doing desk jobs and whatnot, so the gym, started getting really interesting for me, probably in like my mid twenties. Uh, it's always been interesting to have different partners and how they do or do not reflect your self-care journey. Um, got super interested in body work and doing massage and energy work, cranial sacral uh, specifically on athletes. I love working on athletes because of their complex nature. I have an innate ability of being able to read the body and what's going on with it. Um, I still have a weird habit of watching people run and I can see where their injuries lies and whatnot. And it's like, Oh no, don't run like that. But <laughs> that's their journey. They're not hiring me to do that. Um, I've been an avid dietitian, nutrition kind of guru craziness, for years, um, specifically with herbs. So I'm a clinical herbalist as well. I study mostly Western herbs, have dabbled in Chinese herbs. I think they're fabulous, but for my constitution, they're not excellent. Um, Have done everything from high-end gourmet cooking to throw a 30-minute meal together to uh, strict vegan vegetarian diets. Um, Did keto, did, I mean, you name it, I've done it because, you know, it's the hottest, newest thing to do. So why not try it? Um, I love living in my physical body. I'm graced with a very healthy, strong constitution. Um, Never broken a bone, knock on wood. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I'm a through hiker. I do backpacking. I'll throw on a 30 pound pack and go out for uh, 20, 30, 40. Last hike was 90 miles. My husband and I are getting ready to do the Pacific Crest Trail. Uh, he's gonna hike the whole two thousand six hundred fifty, and I'm gonna log probably about fifteen hundred myself. So that's where I'm at. Wow. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow.
2: Wow. <laughs> How about you, Monica? What do you like to do? I have those titles, but you get. Uh, <laughs> but, but, um my my story is um, going back to the Soviet Union, where I grew up. So communistic country. <laughs> Um, I was into gymnastics because I'm double jointed. Uh, so I have had the connection with my body all the time. Um, I lost kind of connection when I was a teenager because all the other things were more interesting than, you know, taking care of yourself. Uh, Parting was my thing, <laughs> which led to the business later. But, but, um, I wanted to lose weight when um, I graduated high school and I uh, moved to the capital city and started my own life. And that was kind of hard. And maybe that was the first time when I already started, you know, reading, finding out what's good for me, what's good for my body. And I started kind of again to reconnect with my body and um started working out again and and um my journey with talking with my body started then too because i had some books available where they were like explaining the mind and body connection and and how you can talk your body to heal and stuff like that so i was experimenting with this and of course i've been on all the diets too. I was raw vegan for a year. (laughs) Uh, I did all the cooking and and stuff and it was really interesting. Uh, I've been labeling myself years ago as a, you know, vegan, keto, whatever. But then two years ago, I understood that labeling is not a good thing to do and all the answers are lying in my body. So I started like going deeper and deeper and get the answers. And now I'm in a place where my body talks to me and tells me what to eat (laughs) and what to do. So I'm not labeling myself anymore with um, any food things, but I love to cook. And of course I was cooking a lot by the traditional way. Like I used to say, like. mainstream cooking, but now it's it's totally different. So um, I might eat some meat or fish, uh, but it's more more like connecting with my body and that's for one day. So I'm experiencing and and experimenting with that right now. And of course I work out a lot because of my double jointed thing, um, working out at the gym, with lifting weights, this is my only cure because otherwise the joint, they don't just keep me together anymore. So <laughs> I'm kind of forced to do it, but I love to do it. So that's and my- And you're,
0: you're relatively, you you're, you're stayed healthy throughout this whole COVID thing and you're not, um, you don't take any medication or anything like that, right?
2: No, I'm, I'm totally against the medication because I have had experiences in my life when I cured my chronic illness. This is only with my, uh, mind, food is a medicine, not a food anymore. It's just a medicine. So.
1: I really love that aspect as well. Maybe
2: I think because of that, I can cure whatever happens or, or I can take care of myself, whatever happens. So yeah. What's your
3: belief system? I,
2: I, I, I'm not bothered with COVID. Not at all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Come for you. Huh?
0: Yeah, I, I, have not, I have not. I have like not been bothered by COVID <laughs> until recently, and I've allowed myself to get a little bothered by COVID for sure. But um, it's just the uh, the uh, exhaustion with the the masks and the mandates and the having to show the card everywhere, trying to stay out of judgment of all of that stuff for sure. So yeah.
2: my attaya helps here. tie
0: helps everything. Absolutely helps everything.
2: For
1: me.
0: I, I was unhealthy, uh, overweight as a teenager, a little overweight, uh, you know, starting around age 12, I think I had a weight problem at 12. So it's this lifelong back and forth thing for me. And as a kid, I wasn't physically active. I wasn't into sports. I didn't care about that. I was always in, uh, in my own inner world and really playing with the stream even back then and I, and I was more, much more about thought and questioning things and trying to understand the world than actually getting out and exercising and running. I ran around and played and I had friends and stuff like that, but I wasn't into a specific thing that had me in regular exercise. Uh, I got into shape for a little bit through my teens and 20s. Uh, was never really into working out that much. And then my mid-20s all the way through my 30s, I was really out of shape. I was very unhealthy. Uh, thankfully, during that time, I, 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 my mindset still was toward well-being though, because I never manifested anything serious during that time other than lower back pain and the things that come along with just being significantly overweight. Through the decade of my thirties, I was nearly 300 pounds and I've shared that on here before. Uh, And then I got into my early forties and I really wanted to change that whole vibration. I had my kundalini awakening. I began really allowing the stream to flow uh, much more than that limited way that I was paying attention to it before. And I really got into shape. I started working out with a personal trainer in Seattle. Uh, I worked out with a trainer for four years. I really learned how to use the gym. I really enjoyed the gym. I really looked forward to it. It was a highlight and a treat for me to go in. Uh, I changed my eating habits during that time. I would flow through different labels though. I I was also a vegan for a year. I was not a very good vegan because I really, I, I felt deprived of meat while I was a vegan, dietary vegan. And I consumed a lot of grain-based products to replace the meat. So that ended up not being a good thing for me. I uh, ended up having, you know, a lot of inflammation and, and weight gain and stuff like that from that. Uh, so I've, I have experimented with keto, with Atkins. Um, you know, I've been on Weight Watchers in my life. I, I've done all sorts of things uh, trying to manage my, my food intake because I know that's the key to maintaining a healthier body and weight, whether you're working out or not. Uh, The trainer that I had in Seattle was fantastic because he basically said, You're never going to out train your diet, especially with the metabolism that I have. You're never going to out train it. You can do all these things, but you can't have the attitude that you go to the gym and eat whatever you want. I know people like that. You know, my friend Matt, who is on here all the time, he's what is he, Stacy? Like six foot, six foot four. Very lean. And he's like, dude, just work out more. You can eat three pizzas and a bottle of wine every night, like I do. I'm like, no, that doesn't work for me. <laughs> you don't understand. It's not about just working out more for me. You know, my body's vibration is just not that, and I can be a victim about that, or I can just say it's not that and it's okay. I've got to do something different. My path has to be different. So what's going on with me is from 41 to 51, I was on a fitness journey. I definitely, uh, I used, I showed a picture uh, a couple of years ago uh, when I was 51 of of how ripped I was and what great shape I was in. Uh, It was the best shape of my life at 51. And then COVID came around and I really allowed COVID to sort of knock me out of that fitness vibration because the gyms were all closed. I kind of just quit working out rather than morphing into doing something on my own, which I had complete capability of doing. And I also started cooking as a hobby. So food and cooking became recreation for Michael and myself. And we both gained weight. We put on a good 40 to 50 pounds each over a two year period, which is a lot, a lot more for he's a little taller than me. So it really was a lot more for me than it was for him. But we both got out of shape, we stopped doing physical stuff. uh, And for a while, I was really sort of judging myself. And I realized with my practice that no, that's not really going to help anything. I need to make peace with where I am, but making peace with where I am was not about sticking myself there indefinitely. Well, I can be very stubborn, so nothing was really working for me uh, for this two-year period uh, until the end of 2021, just a couple of months ago. I got really ill, uh, and, and it was all kinds of respiratory stuff. It was never diagnosed as COVID, but it was different things, and it just lasted, and it lingered, and I never had a respiratory issue or a cold lasts that long. I never get the flu. I never get the flu shot because I never get the flu. I get a cold like every other year. Uh, I've never had any other serious illness. I've never been hospitalized for any reason or any of that stuff. So I relatively, uh, for someone who's about to turn 54, a relatively healthy person, but absolutely out of shape. Well, where all of this really came together for me was at our LA event two weeks ago where my, My focus and my intention with the stream is to travel the world and share the stream in these live workshops. I've always wanted to do that. I didn't uh, really start off that way. I started off really teaching people the Taya practice and camp, which I love that I did because we've helped people all over the world change their lives with it now. We continue to do that. But my focus now that we have a coaching team in place that's doing such a great job is to get out and travel and do these workshops. Well, that's five hours of channeling. And I have never channeled for five hours straight uh, ever. And you know, usually my channeling is an hour long podcast or an event. Uh, we started doing the virtual workshops last year, the summits. And that was, what were those Stacey? Like four hours yeah, uh, of channeling on Zoom. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, that's here in my my studio. It's very comfortable. Uh, you know, I can take a break and, and that sort of thing. And that still drained me. Doing it for five hours in person with the high energy of the collective that's in that space was something incredible, absolutely incredible. Wonderful experience. I think everybody should, if you're into the Streams teachings, uh, definitely as we do more and more of these workshops, make plans to come be in that space. The feedback we got from that is amazing. We'll have videos from it and clips. We'll be sharing a lot more of that. It wiped me out. I was completely undone by five hours of channeling, emotionally, mentally, and physically. And what I realized from that event is that we all need to collectively do more self-care coming into and leaving those things, definitely. But for me personally, it highlighted how out of shape I let my body get. And now seeing the video and the photos, I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) So what's that? (laughs) No judgment. (laughs) No judgment, but I I get to discern my preference and my preference is not that.
1: Yes, I know.
0: One the the thing is, when you allow yourself to get out of shape and do that over a period of time, you don't realize how far down that path vibrationally you've traveled until you have your wake up call. Luckily for me, the wake up call was not a heart attack or a stroke or something like that. It was just having that event and realizing that, gosh, I can't keep doing this. Uh, Even though there's no judgment, I can't keep doing it. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, it's great because you brought yourself back to a baseline of of your tradition, like your authentic health like you were saying, going way off into COVID land and, and enjoying all the alcohol and the rich foods and the baked yummy goods and the sugar and the fun with, that we were having with our food, because that really was the only source of real entertainment aside from Netflix. And boy,
2: did we blow through that pretty quick.
1: Yeah, so. I got
0: bored with TV. I was already bored with TV before COVID and you know, COVID in general. I,
2: I I don't know, guys, what you were doing during the COVID, but I was working out every day in my, like, living room, and I was cooking even more healthier food for myself because I had time, so I don't know what
3: happened.
0: Yeah, I just what you know, I just wasn't where I was, and, and yep. you know, we Thank had you. the experience, I learned to cook a lot of good things, uh, Christmas of 2020, I baked five cakes over the holidays of Christmas of 2020. And I remember that Michael came into the kitchen one morning on the island. There was five sticks of butter out. He goes, oh, what's all this butter doing? I said, no, 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 that's softening. That's for my cake. He said, that's for one cake? Yeah, those five (laughs) sticks of butter are for one cake. So Christmas of 2021, I think I I made one cake. And I, I really cut down on all the bad food and the bad eating. I didn't use it as an excuse as much. I was already heading in this direction, but I wasn't fully there. But now I'm here and I'm loving it and I'm dialing into this vibration. But I was telling Monica yesterday that the thing that's different for me and and she actually at the event, this kind of inspired me a little bit, was to make sure that we're not putting a label on stuff. Because when you label yourself, I'm on this eating plan, I'm on this diet, then you are uh, you're you're sort of uh, a slave to the plan or the diet. And then when you fall off of it or you break something, then you're perhaps you're judging yourself for not doing it right. And, oh my, and then what happens? You lower your vibration and then you're much uh, more likely to fall off the wagon, so to speak. So the plan that I'm on right now, as long as I feel good, I am going to do and consume what makes me feel good. If my body starts telling me that I need something else, I will introduce something else. So that something else will be more protein or something of that nature. It's not going to be going back into gluten and dairy and all the stuff that when I eat it, I know it's not good for me and it makes me feel bad. Even though I emotionally enjoy the, the, the eating of it, I've right. changed all that now. I'm allowing myself to emotionally and physically enjoy the process of eating healthier things and not feeling like I'm deprived. I've never yeah. felt undeprived uh, in a diet the way that I do right now. I don't feel deprived at all.
1: There's a real mental switch that goes on, especially if you get injured physically or as you start to age diet no longer becomes a thing of pure pleasure or I'm being deprived because I'm in this keto zone or I'm in the vegan zone and you're labeling yourself as such. It becomes more of a journey of how can I sustain my physicality for as long as possible? Because golly gee, I actually like living on this planet. I actually like in, you know, interacting with people and having life experience. And for me, after my knee injury, I gained a bunch of weight. I got super depressed, but it was a turnaround for me to, how can I make my life more sustainable? How can I age gracefully? And like you're sharing, do the things that I want to do at 64. Yeah, I still want to have a backpack on my back and going into the back country for days at a time. You know, I don't want to sit on a couch and watch mind numbing TV and eat bonbons all day and then die two years later. No, (laughs) no.
0: So really yeah, and, and and I want to point out too that this is we all have spin outs. We have spin outs okay. in relationships, we have financial spin-outs, we have health spin-outs, we have fitness spin-outs. spin out is part of humanity. We're not here to be perfect. That's why I don't mind sharing anything that I'm moving through in my life. I have no, no problem sharing it. And I understand that if if you are a channel of source, it's easy for people to judge that and say, Well, gosh, you're channeling source. You should be fit, and you should be healthy, and you should be financially abundant, you should be in the best relationship, why would we listen to you? Well, the stream is very, very clear. And I'm going to bring them in in a moment that we're not here to live perfection. No one is experiencing that because we're all operating in polarity. And part of this polarized experience are these spin outs, but the spin outs always have value. Every time I have a spin out, there's like 10 new things I want to teach about or share from your wisdom from the stream on the spin out itself. I will always have spin outs and there's always going to be something that I'm working on because that's what Taya is all about. It's really enjoying the process of being a human being or the experience of being a human being, which is definitely moving through vibrational flow, having these up and down different experiences and not trying to, to uh, commit ourselves to this linear perfection mm-hmm. that, that nobody really gets. And that's not even what life is about. The, the expansion is in the spin out mm-hmm. on any topic. Yeah. So let's take a break. I think we've had a really good kind of lead into all of this stuff. Let's hear what the stream has to say. Uh, the, the only uh, quote unquote perfect entity uh, in, involved in the conversation, just because they're not in polarity. Uh, let's hear what they have to say about all this. Let's take a break and when we get back, you'll be hearing directly from the stream.
3: I've been doing this kind of work for 20 years, but right pre-boot camp, it was really amazing timing because I was down my spiral Uh, really wondering if I was going to even continue with my own business, asking a lot of bigger questions about where I even wanted to be because I had relocated back to the place that I had raised my kids. Everything had stopped. Even my laptop broke. Everything had just ground to a halt. And then um, Zoom to (laughs) post-Haya. everything is in alignment and back in super flow and yes of course i'm keeping my own business you don't work that hard at something and throw it all away but i feel aligned and transmuted an awful lot of fear that i didn't even know i still had all of that came up during the taya um, boot camp and then came out of taya feeling really perhaps the most aligned
0: I've ever
1: felt in my entire life, actually. We are here. Welcome. Hi, Stream. Hi, Stream. Yeah, so glad you could join us. So today we're discussing a hot topic, especially for January and the new year. Everybody starts to focus on the things they'd like to improve in their life. And diet seems to be a huge one. There's all kinds of... uh, Resolutions that are made and uh, changes that people want to implement so that they can be better physically. What's the viewpoint from Zoomed out Source Stream on the whole dietary, physical body thing?
0: We will begin, in, in, in case anyone that is uh, observing this is, is new to our teachings, we, we will begin with the fact that we are not judging anything that that you choose to do in your environment. You you are all moving through vibrational flow. You're in a polarized environment. So your vibration is is, is continually moving about and you are attracting different thoughts and experiences from your own point of attraction. Your human operating system that we speak of often is your belief system. And we want to first point out that your belief system supersedes the conditions of your environment, and even the functionality of your human vehicle. Your belief system supersedes all of that. So you can manifest anything that you can bring yourselves to truly believe. But the question is always, do you truly believe it? Or are you trying to make yourself believe it, having your subconscious mind operate in opposition of it, and not manifest the very thing that you're trying so hard to believe? So if you have a belief system that you can partake in and and move through any experience that you want and have your physical vehicle simply be the filtration system of it that it is, you can indeed manifest that reality. However, it's also important to understand that your physical vehicle is essentially technology. we have said before that that as silly as this may sound to some of you, you are all essentially robots. Your physical vehicles are designed. The the, the universe is consciousness, is is intelligence. And when life springs forth, there there is an intentionality that creates a design to a being. And in the the case of the earth environment, your your human vehicle is, is, is a being that is an expression of the highest form of intelligence and physical in your environment. But understand that that heightened intelligence has drawn all of you down this path of creating technologies and communities and things of this nature that have moved you out of your, your natural organic progression, state of being. So think about how humanity fed itself and operated for a very long period of linear time we we, we will always communicate with you in terms of linear time because that's how you are perceiving your environment, although we do not operate that way. But in your perception of linear time, the creation and and, and evolution of humanity, you you have operated more in nature for a longer period of that developmental time than you have since you've become industrialized. You, you, You used to forage for food and 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 consume a lot of plants and every once in a while consume animals certainly but there would be times of feast and times of famine for you and in the times of feast your body would store energy and in times of famine your body would call upon that energy for fuel so you you've moved out of that period into a period of industrialization, of the creation of communities and things of this nature, and certainly the creation of technology in your food. And in that creation of technology in your food, there is not anything necessarily evil or wrong with that. That was all conceived in the service of the expansion of humanity. However, your physical vehicles have not evolved as quickly as all of that technology tends to evolve for you. You all create something, and then, then you, you, you believe it's a, a wonderful new convenience, and then there are some negative reactions to it. And then suddenly you label it as something bad or unhealthy or evil, and the focus moves to that, and then you move on to the, yet the other thing. Your, your physical bodies have not yet had the opportunity to catch up to all of that. And that is where much of your, your strife around your diets have come from much yeah. of your illness is created around that. And much of your illness is also created around the, the, the technology that you have created in the form of, of chemicals and compounds and things of that nature. So attitude first, but certainly understanding your natural state of being. And if you want to feel good, choosing foods that have the, res- the end result of feeling good as opposed to that emotional eating result of feeling good in the moment.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, Stream, do you have guidance on how to change the habits? Because I've been on my journey and I, I I, eat mostly plants and whatever makes me feel good. But my friends, they have asked me so many questions like, "How?" I got there because they have difficulties to to keep up with the, with the new way of eating, like the better <laughs> way of eating. So do you have some guidance for people who want to change their habits or make it their lifestyle?
0: Any, anything that you want to change as a habit, please understand that every change, every manifestation is vibrational first. You, you create the vibrational change first. The vibrational manifestation always happens first. The, the, the physical adaptation to it or the physical allowing of it, if you will, is always the byproduct of that. When you create something mentally and you place a positive emotion behind it, then you are creating in your favor. So when you mentally dial into a, a, a new habit, whatever it is, whether it's an exercise regime, or, or, or a diet or, or, or any of these things, understand that the, the mental tuning into it comes first. And for a little bit of time, you are going to have to do some actual work to adhere to this mental, this new mental desire, meaning you, you may have to, to force yourself to get up and go to the gym or, or to do some exercise or force yourself to do some, some healthier eating and not fall back into old habits. It seems like hammering, like you're forcing in the beginning, but what you're doing is not allowing that old vibration to come back around because you've established this old vibration perhaps over, over a very long period of time. And it's, it's, it's very much alive within you. So to change that habit, changing the mindset around it first, that allows you to default back into adhering to this new desired habit. Meaning creating a a, a sense of replacing the the soothing of the ego, the the manufactured joy that you perceived in being lethargic, the manufactured joy that you perceive in, in not being physically active, the manufactured joy that you perceive in eating something that you know is not good for you, but you're eating it nonetheless, And you know that things are not good for you because you enjoy the emotional experience of eating it in the moment. But then when you're finished, you you have the side effect. Your body is telling you that it is is something that is is not in alignment with your body's desires. Your physical vehicles have very simple desires for nourishment, not nearly as complex as your your health and fitness and diet industry leads you to believe. In fact, so much of that information is is there to create confusion, understanding that if they lower your vibration and creating confusion, you may be more apt to follow their specific program. But understand that that specific program was created for an individual who aligned with it enough for it to be successful. You will need to give it complete power and fully align with it for it to be successful for you. And you all have the capacity to dial into that. But we would guide you instead of allowing yourselves to to be externally guided, to pay more attention to your own internal guidance. Understand that there is an emotional response to, to the idea of of exercise and food and anything else that you are experiencing in physical that is is learned behavior that you've created a vibration in over time and that you can start to change that. And in the beginning, it takes a little bit of work and a little bit of intention to start to move that momentum in a different direction. But you absolutely can. And and the way to do that, instead of setting yourselves up for, for what you might deem as failure by getting into some specific program simply think about how your physical vehicle would have operated before all of the technology that you have now. And, and go back and explore something more like that. And then understand from there, you can, you can essentially clean your systems out and, and have what many of you call a detox. Your, your bodies are natural filtration systems. So you do not need to do anything specific to do that other than return to a more basic stripped down very natural way of eating, the way that you would have eaten before all of your technology emerged. Then think about enjoying the process of returning to that state of being, enjoying the process of returning to more physical activity. Once you get over the hump of no physical activity and move into more physical activity and and you get over this temporary uh, lethargy, or soreness, or anything that you've got going on, you will dial back into a, a, a more fit way of being. And there are elements of your emotion that are seeking to hold you in place very often. That is a component of your ego that is, is, is somewhat exploited in your current day environment that you can overcome. That, that little voice in your head that tells you not to change. Stay where you are. There is safety where you are. There is safety on the sofa. There is safety in in not moving as much. There is safety in not putting yourself uh, in in, in a gym environment where you may be judged for, for not being as physically fit as others that are there. Learn to shut that voice down. Learn to shut that voice down that tells you that you need certain elements of food that you are likely well aware are not healthy for you. And learn to shut that voice down that when the confusion sets in, tells you to just drop the whole thing and return to your old habits. You, you absolutely all possess the capacity to move yourselves mentally and thus vibrationally into these new habits, finding joy in them. Mm-hmm. That's the key is to find the joy and the pleasure in the healthier habits that you are already aware of.
1: I like that. The things that really resonated for me there were the momentum. The old momentum needs to be broken up. And there has to be a a real specific intention behind that. And then the joy of going back to a simpler, simpler way of being. I love that. It it sounds like a lot of work. And I know that people always talk about, oh, I feel so deprived, but I love the concept of adding, adding things on. Um, David and I have had some discussions around fasting In my experience with fasting in the past, I did a 20 day fast. It was quite remarkable. Not only was I able to, to in touch, get really deeply in touch with my own body, but even more so with source, with, with the stream. Uh, what, what's kind of uh, feedback, information? What's your viewpoint on that? I'm just curious.
0: Very, very often, you, your, your food has been turned into a source of pleasure instead of mm-hmm. a source of fuel. And there, there is nothing wrong with that. We do not judge that. We guided David to to think in terms of, of 80 to 90 percent of food intake being fuel or feeding his body, as opposed to to hundred percent being something that is for pleasure. So 80 to 90% feeding to 10 to 20% dining. So so have your enjoyable experience with food, but understand it it, it should be an experience, not something that is is all the time, because your 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 physical vehicles are not designed for that. Your physical vehicles are also not designed for, for X number of meals per day.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Again,
0: think of, think of yourselves in the wilderness foraging for, for things that, that were tasty to you, that, that, that you are naturally attracted to and having some of that, and then having a period of what you may consider famine. And in that famine period, your physical vehicle calling upon the stored energy to, to survive until there is yet another uh, feeding period. So mm-hmm. when, when you are in that natural disconnected state from, from your, your physical vehicle receiving stimulation from external sources, including food, you are opening up your vibration to be more allowing of source simply because you're not drowning it out with that emotional eating experience. Right, so that right. the fasting period, if the fasting period leads to the feeling of hunger, Understand that that feeling of hunger is not necessarily bad for your body. We have guided David to feel that feeling of hunger as the feeling of the body consuming the stored fat and thinking of it as that and not something that you should never be experiencing. Yet you have created so much comfort in your modern world that any feeling of hunger, there is instantaneously food available and needs to be quenched with, with, with something to eat. Your bodies are not designed for that. There are certainly human beings that are functioning that way and happily functioning that way. However, if you are, feel like you're not happily functioning that way, if you're not feeling good and joyful and light and energized, then you have some questioning to do. What is your new preference toward food? Is your preference to, to fuel yourselves? and then to enjoy dining on occasion, or is your preference to ignore how you feel and have the experience of being spun out in in terms of your physical vehicle? There is no judgment from the energetic realm regarding that. There is an experience to be had there. However, that experience you you will find when that becomes a dominant vibration will take you down a health path that that is going to lead to things that are most likely not your preference in your physical vehicle. So the, the idea of fasting absolutely will allow more source connection. When you're not soothing your ego by feeding so much, then you are opening yourselves up to have a different type of soothing experience in your natural source connection.
1: I like that soothing experience from your source connection. That's that's awesome. Very cool.
0: And, and when you are experiencing something uh, akin to fasting, understand that That hunger and and the, the emotional response to not eating when you have conditioned yourselves to eat perhaps over an entire lifetime, that is different than feeling very weak and your body telling you that you need something. Those are different things. Those are different responses. One is more emotional and the other is more of a visceral experience within your physical vehicle. And understand that your consciousness is exactly what created and continues to create your physical vehicle. So your consciousness has complete control over the sovereign being that you are in physical. Complete control. Your consciousness is what is creating it, continues to regenerate it. You have all likely heard a scientist even say that, that, that your physical vehicles are regenerated uh, on, on a, a yearly basis. There's So many years, your complete physical vehicle is completely regenerated into, into a new version of itself. But notice that there are certain things that are chronic. Certainly your appearance, the the outline of your physical vehicle, there there are some aspects of that that you continue to regenerate because your belief system is that you are that. You are that being. You are that thing. But there is an aging process. The aging process is also very much attuned to your belief system. Notice that as as the idea uh, of of aging, uh, the, the judgment around aging has shifted in your society the physical appearance of aging has shifted. And you all have the power to do that. You also, we would guide you to understand that the, the, the illnesses and things that you manifest are your own vibrational creation. Creation, absolutely, in vibrational flow, meaning not always positive and always your preference. But notice the ones that are more focused on illness are typically manifesting more illness. And the ones that are focused on true well-being are are manifesting well-being. However, there there is a segment of your fitness community that is more focused on fear of illness, fear of early demise that often manifests that.
1: That's the the super healthy runner guy who drops dead at 44 while he's out
0: running. You have examples of that. You you have vast examples of that. It is your... Mindset, your own well-being without fear of illness and void of fear of death, simply enjoying your human experience, being more grounded in your physical vehicle, being more in tune to what it is is telling you, and then being able to separate emotional condition responses that are of ego and your actual physical vehicle giving you feedback. You, You can learn to decipher those two things, and that is a very, very valuable skill to develop as a human being.
1: Key point, that is a key point, discern between the emotional and the physical, yes. Yes. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Um, I wanted to ask, we were already talking um, about how we can heal our bodies, so changing the vibration. So can you give us more guidance Um, in that topic, how to, if you already manifested illness, so Mm
3: -hmm. what
2: would be the steps to, um, um, putting your body to heal yourself?
0: So every single thing that your physical vehicle needs to heal itself exists first vibrationally in your belief system, your mindset. And secondly, in your environment, naturally, mm-hmm. every single thing that you need, every single thing that you need, you need nothing external from that. We, we will also add to that, however, that that vibrational component, we place that first because it is so very important because your belief system, your authentic belief system, meaning your subconscious mind, your operating system, they are all the same thing, must be in alignment with that. So if you read a book that tells you that the natural path is the very best path for you, and your subconscious has spent very much time absorbing information that is contrary to that, and you cannot bring yourself to fully believe it, you are better off changing over a period of time gradually that belief system before trying to change what you are consuming. If you believe that that the 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 prescription drugs that you are taking are the very thing that's keeping you healthy. That is your belief system. And you are making that true for you. So if you have already manifested what has been labeled as an illness, and and your belief system is in alignment with that treatment being the right treatment for you, that is where you should be. That is absolutely where you should be. Because it 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 is not so easy, because you're vibrational beings, for most of you to instantaneously change a belief. Once you get really, really deep into a practice such as Taya, you can change beliefs a lot faster. You can change your vibration a lot faster, but there is work as you are both well aware that, that, that you take steps that you take to align yourselves, to be able to shift beliefs that quickly. If you are not in the vicinity of that and you have been handed a diagnosis and your lifetime belief system has been in what you might consider Western medicine, that is the place to be. Absolutely. But understand that you can evolve that thinking over time. And there are many stories of beings who got sick enough to finally change their belief system and align with walking away from all of that and having what you would consider a miraculous healing journey. However, you have to be honest with yourselves and what you're able to bring yourselves to believe. How far are you into a practice That allows you to truly trust your abundance to truly trust your ability to heal yourselves. Only you can answer that for yourselves. So so we would guide you to be very honest about where you are in your journey of moving out of the matrix. And moving into more of a, of a trusting and an abundant lifestyle where you are able to heal yourselves with your mind and find and, and manifest your paths to the natural foods, very much focused on, on plants, that would be the healing journey for you. Where is your belief system? Is your belief system aligning more with that? Can you let go of your old beliefs and fully assign yourselves to that and and truly believe it? Or are you wavering back and forth and doubting and fearing all the time, feeling like there's a diagnosis that's been delivered that is a ticking time bomb? Mm -hmm. If that is your vibration, we would not guide you to try to to switch instantaneously to, to something that you in your rooted belief system considers unorthodox.
1: really good it's interesting how much um as humans we have a tendency to lie to ourselves to believe the external over what we may know innately inherently that's true for us it's like blinders walking around with blinders on unless you choose to really dive in and be courageous and look at unraveling what you have absorbed from the matrix, what you haven't absorbed from the matrix.
0: We were recently asked about a a mental health question. A a person came and communed with us that was hearing voices and the walls were speaking to them. And the guidance that we offered is in that state, the very first thing that we would guide anyone to do, the the, the mental wellness is, is exactly the same as your physical vehicle wellness. That is your human vehicle and your operating system coming into question. So, when you have been labeled with a mental illness, even the, the the path to take is not necessarily what you might consider the spiritual path. Mm-hmm. What is your true belief system there? Where we would guide you to begin, is to, to detune the fear and judgment around that label that you've received and detune the fear and judgment with your experiencing the energetic realm in a way that is perhaps not palatable to those that are around you or to even the, the professionals that are, are offering up the diagnosis. Right. Detune the fear and judgment of it, but understand that if your belief system is, is that that course of treatment is your right path, then stay on the path that you are believing in. Because that is where the power is. Yeah. There is no one size fits all solution to any of these things. You're all independent beings with independent belief systems that you've all developed via your life experience. And, and the, the fear and judgment and how much of that is 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 dragging you into what we consider the matrix, what we very often label as the matrix. The the the, the human creative matrix is not inherently evil. It is simply. a a different vibration than what we are offering. What we are offering is indeed an operating system. You you all have a mind, a human brain and a human ego. That is your humanity. And your humanity needs an operating system. It, It has to have an operating system. It is just standard that you are going to have this. It is simply your belief system, your preferences. You are here to discern preferences and have beliefs. What are those beliefs? Are those beliefs that you're healthy no matter what? Are those beliefs that that regardless of what's going on around you and how much fear is being peddled, that your health is excellent? Are your beliefs that you need not subscribe to, to any vaccinations or, or, or prescriptions or any of those things? If that is your true belief system, you will meet other individuals who have that belief system and are providing a valid example of how you can be healthy without all of those things that you're all taught that you need. But that does not mean that you need to, to instantaneously step away from all of that if you've always believed that way. Because that you, you, you will have a spin-out journey in that, in that shifting of belief system and that wavering back and forth between what you want to adopt as your new belief system and your former belief system. There is work to be done to evolve that thinking. And only you will know where you are and only you will know when you're ready to make a big change like that.
2: I like that yeah i want to talk about external objects in our body <laughs> um do you have guidance on that like the plastic surgery and stuff when women put silicons into their bodies is it good or is it bad or or how we should navigate
0: in that world. We, we will go back to, to the, the point that we do not judge any of this. This is all technology. <clears throat> all of these things are technologies that you've created. You create your physical vehicles mentally first, but there is a belief system that there are elements of your physical vehicle that you are not able to change just through your mindset. Ultimately, you absolutely can. However, the, the, the common thread of human belief does not necessarily allow for that for the vast majority of human beings. So you hold this belief system that you, you don't like your nose or you don't like the size of your chest or you don't like the size of your waist or you don't like the, the, the lack of hair on your head or whatever it is. And you want to utilize technology to change that. We do not judge that whatsoever. There is nothing wrong or evil or bad. If that is your experience, that is your experience. However, understand that very often that experience is because you have subscribed to very much yet again what we call the matrix belief system of, of hair is good and bald is bad, that larger breasts are good and smaller breasts are bad, that you must be thin and you must be fit and you must look a certain way and you, you must have all of these attributes to be a worthy being. And the, the, the challenge is that for many, that, that lack of, of self-worth or self-esteem or that self-judgment about not being enough the way that you are in your actual physical vehicle that you and your soul co-created. Understand that when you have that experience of having the surgery and you haven't first loved what is and loved you with or without it and really moved beyond the need for it, very often the result or the outcome of having such a surgery is not going to deliver the self-love on an authentic level that you are seeking. This is true for any type of plastic surgery, including the the, the, the shifting of, of gender identity. We, we have spoken to that before, that The the belief system that if you shift enough of your physical being to move into the appearance of a different gender, that you are going to to love yourselves more at last, very often leads to disappointment. And and, and we are not judging any of these surgeries. Have any and all of the surgeries that you wish to have. Have all of the, the changes that you want to have. Just understand that they're not necessarily going to deliver what you believe they are.
1: So true. For me, it's, it's been a definite experience. I'll, I'll share something very um, private. Uh, I had a, a breast reduction years ago and I thought that, oh, that would be perfect, right? I'd be uh, symmetric and smaller and it'd be pretty and perky. Well, yeah, the surgery didn't turn out exactly the way I wanted it to. I have a significant scar with a bit of a flaw. Was I perfect before? Yes. Am I perfect now? Heck yes. Did my boobs regenerate to their original size? Uh, you betcha. So it's like, I couldn't compensate for that happening, shift that because I didn't fully love that part of my body. I do now, it is what it is, right? But it's just, it's interesting to see how that's a clear example of my experience from what you're what you're sharing.
2: Yeah, and, yeah and, and actually my experience is that 10 years ago I um, put the implants in and now my body tells me to get them out, like get rid of them and my body kind of screams at me already, like get rid of them and I don't have anything against it so I'm planning to do that and, and it's going to be in two weeks already <laughs> but I was, yeah, it's kind of like your body starts to talk to you And at the time, I was very like, um, uh, kind of um, the external things were like the way to go. But now internal things are the way to go. And probably my body reacts to it and says, like, get rid of those things.
0: (laughs) Indeed, it it is part of your journey, the the spin out, if you will, of, of believing that you needed that and having the experience with it and then the, the real spit out came for you toward the end because the more you started focusing on wellness and feeling good and, and and a more natural eating program the the more your body was starting to reject the unnatural element that was remaining
1: yeah mm-hmm.
0: that that is that is not not unusual for all of you so we are not guiding you away from from your nips and tucks and things of this nature have them if that is your preference but understand that that, that, that your bodies are, are, are what you consider natural organic organisms that are absolutely a technology and everything that your body needs already exists within it. And everything that you need in terms of, of what you are absorbing in your environment is already present naturally in your environment. And in fact, it may be more difficult for some of you to find something that you consider completely organic and natural with all of your technology than not. So we are going to, to end this discussion by stating that it's very important that you understand the difference between judgment and discerning preference, Yeah. because when you discern a preference toward health and you're not judging your spin out or the spin outs of others, you are aligning yourselves with health. But when you are aligning yourselves with the preference of health and you're judging any spin out as this should not be, this weight gain should not be happening this, this moving into a u- utilizing some substance that is not my old natural way is wrong of me and I am judging myself for it. You are fueling more of that. You start going down this vibrational path and start fueling more of it. So when you're judging yourselves and you're judging one another as should not be are demonizing. This is something that is a very hot topic in your world currently, the, the demonization of vaccines we would not guide you to do anything that you demonize, certainly. But understand the demonization of, a, of it is creating a lower vibration around that topic and will result in a lower vibrational experience for you. You can discern a preference whether you get the vaccine or not. It is completely up to you. You are discerners of preference. But if you are being placed in a situation where you believe that you must get it because you're fearing something, whether that fear is 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 uh, attracting COVID, or attracting being separated from your employment, that fear-based mindset into receiving that vaccine is going to have an equal result for you every single time. So think more in terms of appreciation of all things, and simply discerning a preference, and notice how you, you flow through life as you as you systematically raise your vibration, you will come around to more awareness of more natural ways of being, where you do not need the technology so much, but you're at peace with the technology nonetheless. That's very important to, to part with, that you all understand that the, the, the idea, the concept of right and wrong, and, and what does the stream want us to do and not want us to do, that is always up in the air, and it's always very gray because it's vibrational. Anything that seems less than vibrational, anything that seems right, wrong, left, right, that is polarity. That is an aspect of your physical world but when you're operating in a state of polarity you are absolutely operating in the matrix and the matrix is where judgment lies the matrix is where fear resides the matrix, the matrix is very much the 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 vibration that is responsible for humanity's current state of being for those that are operating in it and those of you that are moving more and more and more out of the matrix and you're detuning fear, and you're detuning judgment, and you're not needing to take one side or another, and you're simply allowing yourselves to flow through human experience to human experience to human experience without judgment and full joy and appreciation of them, find yourselves living a very rich and fulfilling source-connected life. We are flowing in that state because that is the state that we are in. So this this interaction is not about what is right and what is wrong and what you absolutely should do or should not do. It will never be that from us. It will always be about enjoy and appreciate your experience, understand that you all have spin outs in different areas, but none of those spin outs and no condition has to be forever in your physical linear time. You have the capacity to change anything and everything about your experience because you are the ones creating it. With much love, that is what we have.
1: Going into boot camp, my vibration on a sort of a default average basis was pretty good. Coming out of boot camp, it's significantly higher. And anyone who knows what vibration is all about knows that basically means I'm I'm happier, I'm more joyful, I'm more I have more clarity, I'm more appreciative more of the time, a lot more of the time. And anyone who knows anything about Law of Attraction, Conscious Creatorship, all that kind of stuff knows that's where you want to be. That's what all the great teachers have told us. Get yourself into that high-flying place, as Abraham likes to call it. Well, I'm now much more in that high-flying place having come through Thai boot Bootcamp. So if I want to, to kind of quantify it into one thing, I'm higher vibe, a lot higher.
0: And we are back. I'm back hi everybody.
3: <laughs>
0: so let's talk about that. I have a little bit of recollection uh, of, of what was shared, but uh, I just kind of want to hear from you you two, what your takeaways were from what the stream had to offer.
1: Yeah, this was good. This was good. I love that um, the stream reiterated over and over that it's your vibe that needs to shift first. It's that energetic vibration of what you truly believe and a deep inquiry of what your belief system actually is that's the key to shifting anything in life yeah it really is i loved hearing that over and over because it's a great reminder for me as well um and that the natural environment is here available for us to heal i i love also hearing that appreciating every aspect of being human is important to us, whether it be our physicality, whether it be natural medicine or Western medicine. I often tell people who are like, why did you get interested in uh, herbal studies? It's well, I love the natural medicine. I love connecting to the earth and feeling grounded in that way and using those herbs and plants to heal myself. But at the same time, if I were to walk across the street and get hit by a bus, I sure as heck want the Western medicine to come and help me out because I love herbs and I know they can heal me at certain points but if it's a it's an acute extreme injury I want the advanced technology. I love the advanced technology. Should I get super sick with covid and I need to be on a ventilator? Yes, please. Thank you for it being available and
0: yeah, I think the- I think um, advanced technology is really useful if you've yeah. gone far down the vibrational path of something. Yes. Place. And yes. You're, you're probably more aligned with that if you have anyway. Yeah, Uh, you're you're well aware that you're you're if you keep your vibe up you're less likely to get it by the bus or to (laughs) to, yeah a spin out a spin out and a full-blown unwanted manifestation are two different things a spin out is sort of a lighter version of that right definitely definitely yeah so that's that's all good points
2: yeah really good joy and appreciation to every experience Mm -hmm. and and yeah the belief system i um during that, I, I, I caught myself up thinking that I'm so lucky that my belief system is from the little on already more like taking care of yourself, not relying on uh, external things. Because where I grew up during the communism and Soviet times, there was only one option, <laughs> you know, take care of yourself. And there were nobody else to take care of you. So, you know, I mean, and I don't know yeah. even how to explain it. Like when right. U.S. people understand that, but, you know, it's uh, we didn't have anything in stores. We didn't have, you know, OK, we had, of course, medicine and everything, but it was all Kind of corrupted you needed to pay somebody or know somebody or you know all that stuff so we kind of yeah it's cuban experience i guess <laughs> wow well, yeah but i love every aspect of that experience because that that kind of helped me to um question everything and maybe questioning everything has led me where i am today even with the food, even with everything. So I always question everything and I I ask my body and I listen to it. So,
0: yeah. We touched on some really good points. For a lot of people, uh, if you're ever looking for black and white concrete, this is absolutely what you should do. This is probably not the podcast for you. This is all about vibrational first. Your belief system, is your belief system wellness? If your continual belief system is wellness and well being. Even if you have a spin-out, even if you put on 40 or 50 pounds during COVID, you you will come through that experience. You will expand and even grow, (laughs) no pun intended, in that experience, and and it will end up being a good thing for you. So don't judge whatever experience or spin-out you've had, wherever you are, health-wise, wherever you are, fitness-wise, wherever you are, you can transform. I think that's really the message that I want to leave with. Vibrationally first, mindset first not feeling like you're deprived because you're on a healthier eating program or a healthier way of eating that is your new life and somebody around you is eating something that you used to emotionally eat for joy. Is it programmed? Is it emotion? Is it in the matrix? Or is it what your body is truly telling you that you want? Learn to decide between those two. And I think that's a very powerful message.
1: Yeah, and join our Facebook group, The Tire Practice. So you can talk to individuals who are of like mind who don't want to judge you aren't going to give you feed you fear who will listen to your point of view who will answer your questions we have our coaches on there we have David on there from time to time it's a great forum for just tossing things around brainstorming
0: yeah the, the group is a really good place to really get in and start learning the the That's streams cool. teachings are available everywhere but if you want to start applying it Taya is the practical application of the streams teachings and it's it's life-changing for everybody uh we have our latest uh Taya boot camp uh testimonial coming out. I can't wait for everybody to hear that. It's Kate Benson. Uh, it's really good. It's really, really good. So Monica, I want to thank you so much for being on. Uh, it was great definitely. having you. Was this your first podcast with us?
2: Uh, second.
0: Second. <laughs> I was going to say, you've been on before, right? In this yeah, mastery I mastery the series, first so.
2: one when I graduated boot camp.
0: But. That's right. That's right. So thank you so much for being back. And Stacy, thank you, as always, for being on. I appreciate both of you. And uh, and I definitely uh, love all of the the wellness uh, advice that you bring to myself and the whole Taya community. I appreciate it very much.
1: Now I'll have to pick Monica's brain more.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody. I'm excited to share with you that we are returning to live in-person events in 2022. If you've attended one of our virtual events on Zoom, you know the magnitude of the super vibes that we create in these interactions. You know how deep we go into the stream's teachings and how your life can forever be changed in one powerful collective consciousness event. I'm so excited that we're getting together in person to take this to another level. So visit thestreamofdavid.com forward slash events to learn more and to secure your seat. Again, that's thestreamofdavid.com forward slash events. I look forward to seeing you there.